following program is sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy Saturday. Yeah, happy Saturday right back at you. And thank you listeners for spending some time with us today. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. We have a busy day ahead of us. We here. have a busy day and a busy month because That's this is the holidays. Short month. Yes, we got lots of stuff going on. We had awesome Thanksgiving times. And uh, we're looking forward to what's going on with the holidays. And so part of our show is going to be how to have some things not go wrong. There you go. During the holidays or what happened or what you do if they go wrong. But like good, good practices. Like we did a show in November that was talking about things to be, you know, we had a thankful, thankful show. <laughs> but we also had a show of things to be uh, aware of for safety. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we were talking about, you know. Uh, cords and you know, plugging in space heaters and all those kinds of things to right. think, you know, watching the candles and combustibles because we're at that time of year. Yes. You know, not having generators in the garage, you yes. know, that kind of stuff. Let's add one too when you go to bed at night. Mm-hmm. Unplug go, go to the sleep. lights on the tree. Ah. Yeah, just unplug them. Wise choice. Yeah. Everybody's asleep. You're not going to notice them anyway. Just. Yeah, the cat doesn't need them anyhow. They really don't. Cat yeah. can see in the dark. Plus, that might be the time of day that they decide. Mm, must mm, destroy. Exactly. You know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's right. That's, it's just the truth. Yeah, pl- works plus in my house. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, because, yeah. you know, they see like the twinkling stuff on like the little shiny balls oh, yeah. and whatever, and they're like, oh, I got to go after yeah, it. That's a toy. Yeah. I learned as, a, as uh, many, many years ago don't uh, hang the cool, special Norwegian chocolate ornaments down at Dog Height. Oh, good gosh. Yeah, because they thought those were pretty delicious. They were like sort of dripping wet in the morning. Not a good thing. Mm. Uh, I'm wait because they've been licked on. They've been licked or? all night long. Oh yeah. You're lucky the dog didn't die. I know. I dogs. Know. There's some dogs I that know. have really, really oh. bad reactions yeah, to chocolate. Yes, keep. You know what? Yeah. Yes, keep Let's, your poinsettias and your chocolates away from the pets, please. Okay, those are two very nasty things that can happen at the holidays. Mm-hmm. Poinsettias are very dangerous to cats. Didn't know that. Yeah. They're oh, they're poison. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And our guest is over here nodding his head because he has cats and is very aware of that. So thank yeah. you. And uh, we have our guest today is Gerald Grinter. Hello. 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 Yes. From Threshold Nosh and Dwell. Always a mouthful. But we're so glad to have you back with us again, Yes. Gerald. Welcome back, Gerald. Definitely. Thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. Love to have you on the show. So we're going to have all kinds of great topics around insurance because <gasps> insurance is dead sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's really gripping. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, just like that dog's lips on a chocolate <laughs> ornament. <go>. Sexier than <laughs> a dog licking chocolate. That's right. Oh, my goodness. What a way to start the show. Oh, so, yeah. anyway. We're off to a good start. Yeah, speaking of good starts, how are those mortgage rates? <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Sure. Mortgage rates are actually sitting pretty good again still. Wonderful. So, that's a gift We're, for the it's, holidays. It's, it's kind of like a bad country western song, though. It's you know, two steps forward and one step back. You know, we'll go a day with a panic, and they go up a little bit. Then we have a rally the next day, and they go down a little bit. Uh, trade war is still on the minds of traders. 
you know, we're looking at, at that. There's a statistic that's becoming more and more prevalent in the financial markets, and that's global shipping. And mm. shipping levels are way down which is an indication of economic activity right. slowing, and it's more of a Is that from the tariffs, thing. or is that something else? Mm, it's, because it's you're saying it's global. It's a combination of things, because okay. because it's not just the tariffs. Things are slow in Europe, you know, mm-hmm. and, and actually in Europe, they is have... Is because uh, of Brexit so or something else? It's it's a little bit of, of everything, but they actually mm-hmm. have... Uh, some some countries now have negative interest rates. Right, yeah, I know Germany had that mm-hmm. happen recently. They do, and uh, so China is slowing, although they recently started to show a little bit of a sign of an increase in economic activity, but tariffs are definitely having their impact uh, right. globally. And, well, uh, I know they're doing some local stuff because I was trying to talk to a local company to do um, solar boats yeah. here, uh-huh. and oh. they said that they had to back off of that because the tariffs are just making it, uh, you know, the, untenable for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and a lot, right. of their, a lot of their boats that they have made, even their regular tug style, um, like they're, they're from China. Yeah, it's true. And even anecdotally, I have a, a, um, a good um, relative who does manufacturing, and they were manufacturing in the U.S. And, Are you uh, sure that's a good relative? I am positive <laughs> about that. Yeah, I'm just teasing. I know who related. you're talking about. Uh, anyway, uh, they actually lost their U.S. manufacturing contract because the U.S. manufacturer said, no, nah, we can get somebody to pay way, way more than you're willing to pay. For our manufacturing time, so really? all of a sudden, Amazing. you know, they're forced to outsource. Oh wow! To another country, they could not find a domestic manufacturer because those guys are at capacity and they're wow. taking the highest price. Yeah. You know, so there's there's impacts. That on sounds all like around. most of the contractors locally. Well, yeah. I mean, the Northwest is the most expensive place mm-hmm. to build a home to remodel a home. You know, we have some of the highest mm-hmm. construction costs, labor costs in the nation. Oh, yeah. And and, uh, and even just doing the renovations, because a lot of people are staying in their homes, right? Mm-hmm. They've got this nice equity buildup, right. and so they're taking stuff, money out to, to do things. Yep. That's yeah. right. But we're finding a lot of the contractors that we're working with, we had a recent sale where we needed to have some work done. Mm-hmm. And I had to, you know, pull some favors right. from a contractor because we went through over 20. Yes, to get to somebody who was going to be able to make time to get this done during the contract period right. because everyone was booked to like March and April. Yeah, yes. it's it's pretty it's ongoing. I got yeah. a bid from a contract the other day for a very small remodel and the bid I received took my breath away. And mm-hmm. I'm used to looking at bids. I mean, I work on renovation mm-hmm. financing. I'm looking at mm-hmm. bids all day long. And this one is like, wow. Yeah. You know, because everybody's busy. Yeah. You know, they're, they can they're, charge uh, a premium. They can charge a premium, well, and they do. Mm-hmm. And on the underwriting side of things from the insurance companies, underwriters are actually starting to have to extend or kind of adjust their uh, guidelines. It, it used to be if they set a, a, a recommendation to increase your um, – to, to paint your house within a certain amount of time if mm-hmm. due to underwriting guidelines or replace mm. your electrical. It, you, they used to give oh, right. you 30 days. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And now – They have it, to give it, a bigger leeway. Sometimes they have to give, you know, 30 days, you know – or 45, 30 days with conditions, okay? 30 yeah, days. we actually had a closing not long ago that had one. It was a 60-day condition on yeah, that. Exactly, where the underwriter will say, uh, you know, we will continue your policy if you paint your house or give us, if you if you show us the bid, mm-hmm. then we can, we can continue your policy or we need to have this done or we, 
you know, so there, I had, um, I, I've, I'm starting to see that now. So yeah, know, the, the no, it, con- it impacts every area of the industry itself. Because mm-hmm. right? people are saying, you know, hey, I can't find anybody to, to paint my house. Right. I can't mm-hmm. find an electrical contractor oh, to, to replace my electrical it's, box. Yeah. It's nuts out there. It's yeah. nuts out there. And, Let me wrap okay. up rates. Yes. Oh, and yes. then I've got some questions for you, Reba, on the market. Yes. So uh, here's where we're at right now for the national average 30-year fixed rate mortgages. We're sitting at 3.71%. Nice. So still very, very good. Mm-hmm. 15-year fixed rates are averaging 3.39%. Uh, FHA and VA, if you're a, a veteran especially, 3.3% is the national nice. average for a 30-year fixed That's rate That's like loan. the lowest we had even as we were coming out of the housing crisis. It's really unexpected. We wow. were not thinking it was going to be this this good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and those of you... you know, we Actually, have you looked at your condo recently? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Gerald, our guest yeah. also bought, yeah. a, bought a property <laughs> through me a long I, time ago, I, I, just I in case. To, try to shield my eyes from time to time. Well, I know. I'm just wondering what your rate was. We might, yeah. Anyway, all right. I know that. Keep I, moving on. Might, Keep moving might, on. Sorry. We have to look <laughs> yes. at that as well. I got, I got <laughs> so, distracted. So yes. anyway, exactly. uh, so no, they're looking very good. Uh, looking forward, uh, this time of year, the, the bond markets are fairly, we call it mm-hmm. thinly traded. There's mm-hmm. a lot of bond traders that are on vacation and are also trying to lock There's up There's a lot of real estate agents on vacation too. Yes, and that's my next question for you because- Anyway, so so we can when when it's thinly traded, we can see some fairly big swings in rates, mm-hmm. just because there's just not a lot of volume out there. Right. Uh, but usually it's fairly stable, you know, coming mm-hmm. into the end of the year. So we got our fingers crossed. Uh, there's really no expectation that anything's going to go nuts on us with rates over the course mm-hmm. of the next several months. Looking forward, so good timing. Yeah. With all that. Absolutely. So, and the yes. nice thing, you know, now is a great time when, when things are slowing down for the holidays. If you're thinking about refinancing, like you mm-hmm. mentioned. Because you skip a payment or yes. two. And if you close a refinance in December, your first payment on the new loan will not be until February. So kind of a nice little thing to happen during the holidays is you're paying off all that Christmas spending. But can you get that refi done before the end of the year? Yeah. Still, there's stage? still time is there if time? you move really, really quickly. Okay. Because this is, you know, it's Saturday. So I gotcha. Yeah. If somebody calls you on Monday. Yeah. We could still get it done okay. if we haul. If okay. we move quickly. Haul some booty. Because mm-hmm. we do have lots of mandatory waiting periods called mm-hmm. TRID. Mm-hmm. Uh, stands for the reason I drink. Yep. Actually, it's and it's the, the holidays, so at least uh, it'll be festive. Truth in Lending Real Estate Settlement <laughs> Procedures Act Integrated Disclosure Rule, really. But uh, yes. yeah. But no, it's, uh, there's but still, no there's still a little bit of way. time. And even if you uh, close into the first week of January or so, we could even push that first payment out to March. So. You can always take okay. a little bit of time off uh, when, when you're working on a refinance system. It doesn't mean it makes it a shorter period of time to pay it, it off. Does, but oh, yes. No, don't worry about us bankers. We'll be fine, and, and we will collect every day's worth of interest from you. It's just yeah, I, that's how not, we schedule that That doesn't first keep payment. me up at night. I'm going to just <laughs> let you know that. Okay. okay. Well, good, good to know. Okay, so Reba. Yes. Why are there no homes listed for sale out there? Well, just like we said, the bond traders are kind of out in a, you know, taking their holidays and everything else. The same thing happens when it comes to this time of year. And it's funny because it doesn't stop. Here's what's great. This is an excellent time of year to sell your home. Mm -hmm. Because just to give you an example, I I track these numbers with the MLS all the time. So like right now, just looking at a seven-day period, new listings, there's only 734 on the market, right? Now there are some price reductions. No, that's for – that's what area? all brand. That's uh, the entire MLS. Okay, so, so that's not a lot. Area, then, that's thirty-seven counties. Wow, that's wow. not a lot of homes for thirty-seven counties. No. 
Now I can break that down into like individual, you know, open that up and look at what That's those okay. are coming from. But there's 216 that are back on market, meaning someone probably had a failed sale. There's 515 that reduced their price. So, okay, total we're looking at about 1,500, right, mm -hmm. of homes. Yeah. But on the pending side, there's 2,124. So 2,124. Pending. So we still have more buyer activity than there is listing activity. Mm -hmm. See, this is the thing that's been interesting. Since we had the slowdown, you know, a year ago, mm -hmm. we've been pacing new back on market and reduced to the same number of going pending. Well, right now we've got more buyer activity than we have seller activity. So it's a great time to go on market. And I can tell you why after the break, why you would want to consider those. Yeah, things. I want to hear more about this. We yeah. do more open house with Team Reba. Be right back. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock bringing mm -hmm. you information on real estate and finance. Yes, every Saturday. And? Like clockwork. On podcast. We are available on multiple podcast sites. So if you are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Buzzsprout, you name it, we are out there. And even if you have Alexa, you can ask Alexa, mm -hmm. pull oh, up Open goodness. House with Team Reba podcast. Oh, don't, and don't. she will do so. <laughs> oh, there it goes. <laughs> you Alexa didn't know that, did you, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is this changes everything. Oh, of, it does. Because we have Alexa now. So. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it's it's gonna be ugly now. It's, oh gonna, yeah! I'm gonna pull up my uh, my favorite uh, my favorite open house segments with, <laughs> with me and go with Gerald Venter, of course. That's and right. I will say, Alexa, play that again. Yeah. Alexa, one more time, please. I'd like to hear myself one more time. Yeah. I just want to hear myself one more time. <laughs> I got I Alexa got, louder. That, that, this, <laughs> this technology is amazing. I don't know about the whole fact that Alexa's listening to everything I say because. I don't even want to listen. I to everything think Alexa's kind of creepy, personally. But, I do too. You know, she's a little, she's a little nosy. But just she will tell you bit. knock knock jokes. I'm sure she will. <laughs> oh really? I'm sure oh yeah. She will. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Just yeah, uh, in the morning, it's like Alexa, tell me a joke, and off you, off we go. They're pretty. They're usually pretty funny. <sighs> okay. Scary. Yeah. Scary stuff. You Men know, and their dad jokes. I was. I was. I was. Dad jokes. There's like a new. I think that's a Christmas table book now. Is a book of dad jokes, like the worst ones. And uh, of course, I just call it life. You know, with you I've been telling dad I jokes even since before life. I was a dad. That's right. That's right. But you know, oh well. I was oh, I was driving okay. in though and fighting traffic. Uh, there's certain kind of car in the left Please lane. Please don't. No. 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 I, I'm, I'm going to move on from that. But what I was thinking is, what if the only thing a person knew about you was a tape of what you said while you're driving? Can you imagine? I know I say things when I'm driving that I would never say in public. You know, in front I of can people. only oh my imagine. Gosh. Yeah, I can I, only imagine because yeah. I've heard what you say after you've had a cocktail or two, <laughs> and it's a bit hairy. Was it funny? Was it funny? I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. It's usually funny, but still. Yeah. There you go. Oh my gosh! Anyhow, oh boy. let me All get right, right back to the what break, we were discussing. Yes, we were talking about why there are so few homes uh, listed for sale in our areas. And yeah, some of the stats about that. Right. So, so basically, what ends up happening is you have to remember 
lots of people don't want to be bothered during the holidays, right? They, mm-hmm. Like they get it inside their heads. They're like, oh, I don't want to deal with people tromping in and out of my house. But what you also have to keep in mind is that during the holidays, depending on how you decorate your home, mm-hmm. it's also some of the most wonderful time to show your house off. True. You know, like if you're if you're really setting it up to be like your welcoming guests, mm. then that can create the exact ambiance that somebody's looking for. Right. When right. they, in fact, we had one client that that's actually the homes I've sold her needed to be able to support a twelve foot Christmas tree. Yeah. And yeah. so she would walk in and see Amazing. these spaces and go, oh, this is it. <laughs> this is where I can have the tree, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, there there's some interesting, you know, things that you can consider, um, you know, how you do the decor and the fact that you have much less competition. We, we did this stat on a past show, and I'm sorry I didn't bring it with me because I didn't realize we were going to talk about this particularly, but there's a higher percentage of selling your home in the winter months than there is the summer just because of the fact that you have less competition. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I like to point out to people is that at the end of the year is one when investors are more active. It's also a time that if you are a company that has a fiscal calendar year that starts in January and Mm -hmm. you're moving people, you're doing that in November and December so that they can start on the payroll in January typically. Correct. And so, you know, and even someplace like Amazon, because they're built on a retail schedule, they actually run March to February. So they are also doing the same thing. Besides Mm -hmm. the fact that they're hiring all the time anyway, they have even larger lumps of people transferring at this mm-hmm. point sure. right so boeing is doing that at this time of year companies like you know well all right, the ones right. that are growing right now have mm-hmm. that happening as well but this is an excellent time of year for them to do that it's also when guess what moving rates are typically less expensive as well mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you don't have the high season where the movers can you know upcharge yeah, right, their right. rates yeah, so yeah. you have much more flexibility right now so to me i you know i just tell people like, you have to also remember that if you are someone in a home that is very broad in who it fits, mm-hmm. you know, let's say you're selling a studio or a two-bedroom condo, well, those people move all year long. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, right. sometimes families don't want to displace their kids during the holidays, you know, because they want to be like, oh, I want one more Christmas with grandma mm-hmm. or, you know, that sure. kind of thing, or they're during the school season, uh, you know, or school year. But every other kind of property, you know, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at least in this marketplace. Now I would say if I was in Florida, I would have a different conversation, right? Well, we don't have that seasonality here. Yeah. We don't have seasonality Mm -hmm. here. And we also don't have like the um, Northeast where they're dealing with issues around the weather. Mm -hmm. Right. So we have a very distinct, unique micro market that Mm -hmm. people have to you know, keep in right, mind. Right. Yeah. Cause right. they'll, they'll see news online and think that applies to us. And most of the time, if you talk to a regular working professional like myself, it's all those part-timers who take off right. you know, people like me who are full-time mm-hmm. going at it. This is our busy time of year. We, right. We've got a lot Absolutely. of activity going on in the office. That's right. That's right. Yep. Same, same here on the finance side. People want to be in by Thanksgiving. They want to be in by Christmas. Yeah. And there are some people who want to be there for the holidays mm-hmm. because they do want to be close to grandma sure. or they do want to be yeah. close to the nieces, nephews or what have you Absolutely. too. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on still. Yeah. 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 But I would okay. say also if, even if you don't get into December, this is a great time to start prepping for 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's right. Work on your punch list while you got a little bit of time off. Exactly. Now's yeah. a great time to start setting appointments to get the list of things that you need to work on. Right. And again, like what we were talking about with contractors, if you need a contractor, mm-hmm. get started early because yes. it may take some time to get yep. them to show up. If you want it in the high selling season, then That's yes, right. most definitely. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Yep. Especially painters, like Gerald was saying earlier. Yes. Painters, especially they're doing all their interior work right now, and then they book up for the summer. Right. And Gerald, speaking of, Gerald, yes, yes. Uh, in, insurance agent extraordinaire from Threshold Nosh and Dwell. You know, knock on wood, we haven't had any massive storms so far this year. Uh, but when we do get those big windstorms mm-hmm. coming through, you know, trees start falling on people's roofs and yes, cars and everything else. You know, how, how does how, how is the insurance side affected by this this contractor situation? Well, the the contractor situation is is really been uh, something that I've I've kind of watched for the last two years or so, and you, you're it's become even tougher for the homeowner or the small investor to uh, connect with available contractors in a timely manner. Um, if if an underwriting uh, or an underwriter asks for certain things, you know, to replace electrical, to to paint um, the outside of a dwelling, uh, right, to but replace I think, a roof. I think what Eric's asking, though, is let's say your house gets damaged. Your house gets damaged. Yeah, these other ones that you're talking about, that's yeah. like you're making a decision, like, yeah, I'm going to do something, or I just bought my place. But yes. it, let's say, like, the bad stuff happens. Bad stuff happens. And now you have an immediate, like, oh, my gosh, there's a hole in my roof. Yes. Like what? A hole in the roof. Yeah. Well, and what what's happening is, is well, two things. Um, you, you spoke about weather. Um, well, what, one thing that's actually uh, starting to affect even us here in the Northwest are the catastrophes that are happening all over the, the rest of the country now. Okay. Um, so you're starting to see um, – I'm getting notices from different insurance companies saying how to talk about rate increases to customers now oh, for, really? on the homeowner side of things. Even where, though locally we're not impacted by Even though locally we're not impacted. And typically your homeowner's rates are have been typically the, a, a lot lower, and they've kept them pretty steady mm-hmm. over the years because of loss ratios and things like that that they can mitigate you know, by you know, doing things in different parts of the country, whereas now – that the the effect of what's really going on in terms of losses is starting to see that. So when you talk about contractors trying to replace a roof or trying to rebuild a house from a, a, a total loss, um, A, it may be tougher to get the contractor uh, who's going to be uh, the architect and the, con- uh, the, the you know, developer who's going to be able to, you know, rebuild your home and, and everybody who works with that developer. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen um, – slowdowns where you know somebody needs to rebuild a home but they can't find a plumber uh, or they can't uh, find somebody to wi- rewire a house right, um, right. where if there's half of a loss how, how does that happen so if i if i have insurance and i, I should probably know this the answer to this question but is my insurance company would most policies cover temporary housing? Yes. Okay, so, so you're, you're you're okay protected on that end of it. You're okay protected, provided on you that. can find temporary housing. Provided you can <laughs> in Seattle, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Right. Right. Which, that's not yeah. necessarily an easy feat around well, here. Well, and, and no, here's something not. to know also. Depending on the the insurance company, some companies do what they call actual loss sustained, where if you need to rent a place, they'll they'll cover you for as long as you need it. Ah, and okay. some companies say, well, we'll give you 12 months. Mm. And then after the 12 months, you it just may be a matter of the underwriter 
you know, extending that amount if you haven't exhausted all of the uh, the funds that are available hmm. to to find a new place. Or if but your you home have has to been really replaced, monitor that. You would have to remind, You would have to monitor that. The claims adjuster would would know. Um, or as as your yeah. your agent, I, I wouldn't necessarily know about the claim side of things, but I would know whether the home, whether the, what they call loss of use is you know mm-hmm. the the actual term on the policy, mm-hmm. would say you, you've got twelve months. So then, the, or mm-hmm. you have. So unlimited. okay, well I want to go with the because you're talking about like full like let's say the house burns down. Correct. God forbid that happens. Um, but that's another reason. Turn off those lights at night. There you go. Yes. Make sure you're using mm-hmm. you know fresh. You know, properly rated electrical cords and things like that, right? So we want to make sure of common sense in there. Yes, Mm -hmm. let's put all that in there. Don't stack up like twelve little plug things for the lights. I know know, exactly. Let's not overload those circuits. But a lot of times, you know, as as I've seen in some situations, you know, maybe a tree falls on a house, or Mm -hmm. you know, this also. (laughs) I'm going to bring this up during the holidays. Toilets overflowing is a big one. (laughs) What? <laughs> Seriously, no. backups in toilets because people have lots of people at their house. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, if you've had a, a partially clogged line, mm-hmm. that ah, is when that shows up. Gotcha. <laughs> when you got lots of overflow. sounds like the overflow. voice of experience. And the, well, and it's the only from all my clients' experiences. Yeah. You know, I've yeah. worked with enough sewer scope guys and plumbing guys. Oh, yeah. And, you know, well, we've got a mutual friend, <laughs> Eric Dow of Eric the Plumber. Yes. You know, like, that's his busy. He also, Thanksgiving and Christmas is like me. He's working regularly because of. that's yeah. when the joyful stuff yeah. happens yeah. and overflows. But but where I'm going with that, and I, we're going to probably end up having to do this after the break with your answer. But um, there's there's companies that do the immediate like loss mitigation on that. Yes. Right. Yes. So when we get back, I want to talk a little bit about that and like how that's impacted them even with the insurance policies. Because I have I have one to throw at you and see where you're going to come at that book from okay so we're going to be right back with open house with team reba and gerald grinter from the threshold nosh and dwell open house with team reba on am 1580 the answer now back to open house with team reba Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And this is Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Yes, and we still have with us Gerald Grinter from Threshold Nosh and Dwell. Yes. I, always I, have, I almost lose it on Nosh every time. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, that's one of my favorite words, though, I, that I discovered when, when I was you know, rebranding. And I yeah. thought Nosh. I thought, wow, that's such a... An interesting word that doesn't get used, but it just evokes such a, a visual yeah. when you, when you, oh, yeah. when you totally. say it and when you think about it. I'm just going, going straight to wine and cheese on nosh. You know, yeah, right. Yeah. Like that. Little noshes and stuff. Yeah. 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 Yummy, um, yummy things. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yummy things exactly. in my belly. Exactly. Yeah. Which during just the holidays, warm, there's lots feelings. of yummy things in my belly. <laughs> yes. But um, now going back to the less pleasant thing to think about, mm. uh, before uh-huh. we went on the break, I was about to ask you a question about a scenario because you know, so yes, there's situations of like if you have a very large loss and or whole loss on a property that we were talking about, and then I started bringing up other things like when you have like just a, an immediate need of some damage that's been done. Because here I'm going to give you a perfect example. I love giving our listeners real life examples. Okay, yes. so we had a client of ours last year that we were selling their townhouse during this time of year, mm-hmm. and while we were under contract. It's a three-story townhouse on Magnolia, and the toilet 
the the client went to work on a Saturday and was gone for many, many hours. And somehow during that period of time, the toilet on the top floor began overflowing enough that it went through all three floors. And so he came home to find, you know, moisture in his garage, water coming through his kitchen area Mm. and from the upstairs and carpet damage and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, aha. Right. So he immediately makes a call. The insurance company sends out, uh, at least I think it was the insurance company, they sent out this mitigation firm, right, mm-hmm. to, to handle you know water remediation. But what was interesting, so here we are under contract. We only had so much time to get this done, right? We're in a tight market. And he thought for sure, he's like, oh, my gosh, this deal's dead. There's no way. There's, this deal is dead. And I went, let me see what I can do. Because the company that had gone out there initially, this was – I. F- found very interesting commentary by a secondary contractor because we talked to the first contractor and they told us it was going to take quite a while and they had already ripped open drywall and other things. So I get a hold of a guy I've known for 17 years over at crew Inc. And cause that's what he does mm. is like mold, water and smoke damage remediation, all that kind of stuff. So I called him up and I said, you know, Hey Scott, can, can you help in this situation? And I pulled in some major favors And he did, and he got it all done. But one of the things he said to me was, you have to be careful sometimes with these loss mitigation people because they will do more damage than is necessary because they know the insurance company will come in and pay for it. Mm. And I was like, oh. Makes sense. Well, that's an interesting comment. You know, so I, you know, how how does somebody in those situations know when they're being treated fairly and could it be rejected by their insurance potentially if they don't be. know? It can be if they okay. if they don't know. It it can be uh, a lot of times from the from the claims perspective they will uh, they will there are certain things that they will pay for and that they won't pay for and they mm-hmm. look at the work that's being recommended. Okay, and they'll they can they can say you know I don't uh, I, I th- this is this is more ab- above and beyond mm-hmm. what uh, we we would pay for as a right. uh, as 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 your insurance company. Or, or, or we would allow the insurance company to to, to pay for, um, and sometimes you know, as as a homeowner, you can also push back as well and say, mm-hmm. you know, but I want this taken care of, and you, right. you can you can almost because I think there's some people, will. yeah, because there are some people I've heard who try and then be like, oh well, now's my chance to upgrade the carpet, correct, mm-hmm. or and you're like, mm, not, it's yeah. usually not how yeah. that works, no, not, yeah. unless not you're willing there. to pay the difference, exactly. Maybe. Exactly. If you're willing to pay the difference between what the insurance company is going to pay and what the uh, what the contractor is is going to do for you, mm-hmm. then go for it. Yeah, because most insurance is meant to be just like like kind, not like kind and quality is what what mm-hmm. they you know what they will replace it for. Right. But, yeah. So. Okay. Well, so trans you know transferring that over to the next conversation that we wanted to have, which is um, our original reason to have you on. So we're going into the holidays. And people are buying gifts. Yes. Many of them upgrading things in their house. Yes, they are. So tell us a little bit about tips from the insurance side of things. From the insurance side of things? Yeah. What should people be looking for and be concerned about? Well, okay. So we're talking upgrading. So Mm -hmm. a a lot of times, just let's call out the obvious, upgrading jewelry. Mm -hmm. Oh, (laughs) that's not the obvious for me. I'm I'm single, by the way. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Some some, pe- some people maybe your jewelry. girlfriend's got I, some thoughts. I don't she, know. She, she, might have some, <laughs> she loves earrings, so <laughs> she does. 
Um, that's her thing. But uh, but you know, typically, uh, a lot of times when when people get you know jewelry or, or somebody's going to give that surprise, mm-hmm. um, they they forget that you know that expensive item may not be covered under their homeowner's policy. Your jewelry, right. unless it's yes. unless it's under a certain amount, sometimes twenty five hundred dollars or three thousand. Mm-hmm. If it's above that that amount, and you want that that ring protected, like kind or quality, and replaced. Um, exactly the way it is mm-hmm. if it's lost uh, or stolen then you would want to have a jewelry rider added to your policy yeah. or for a watch for that matter you yeah. know you see all these sure. rolex oh yeah those are like easily that. like five grand exactly yeah. and, and and you know ironically enough we think to cover the the, the ladies uh, gifts but the men's gifts a lot of times get missed um, because it's such an obvious thing, you know. Everybody's you know, sure. mind goes to the diamond, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, the Rolex watches, Bon Mercier, oh yeah, you know, Tag Heuer, and, and all of those, you oh know, yeah, all five thousand, ten thousand dollar watches, absolutely, you know, on your wrist, and those mm-hmm. those can go missing, you know, real easily at the gym. And we spoke about Amazon, and folks are having those things delivered yes. to their homes, and and you know, Amazon and their their. Uh, wanting to get things to you in a timely manner, they'll 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 set them right outside the door. I've mm-hmm. I, I've seen that in in the neighborhood where you know they'll just drive up and they'll put it right on the. Oh, uh, I know. they put them on my front doorstep. Well, all the and time. I've had it on mine too. So it's it's. Uh, but still, yeah, yeah you well, want there, to. There was an article just a few days ago that said Seattle has a higher than average amount of sort of porch pirating going on compared to other metro areas. Oh, so it's it's. It's bad. Well, we here. are the it's, land of Amazon, yes. so I'm not surprised. Yeah, well, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and, well true. and people are. So that's that's where you. Well, you know, keeping that in mind, because yes. 60% of Americans, I'm not even just talking Seattle, 60% mm-hmm. of Americans, because mm-hmm. this is available on podcast anywhere, right? Yes. 60% of Americans have Amazon Prime. Yes. So if you have your packages being delivered to an unsecure location, mm-hmm. and that's 60% of y'all, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you need to be thinking about that. So it's, you know, whether you have it, I know a lot of people in my office have it delivered to the Remax location because they know it's secured at mm-hmm. night and Correct. locked and somebody yes. has to sign for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, they can d- leave it there for them. I exactly. do the same thing at my office. Yeah. yeah. I have other people exactly. who have lockers yep. that you they can... get on their front porch, yep. you know, that are secure. Mm-hmm. Correct. And you have the Amazon lockers at the at the the grocery stores too. Now. Yeah, sure. You know, you, sure. w- utilize those, yes. please. Because so, yeah, one other question for you, Gerald. I was sitting uh, in my car the other day. I was just about ready to walk in the gym, and I mm-hmm. see a, a guy walking through the parking lot, zigzagging, looking in the windows mm-hmm. of every single car. Yes, literally zigzagging mm-hmm. through the lot. You yes. know, looking for any sort of an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I if I go out in a big shopping spree and I've got my trunk loaded up with with mm-hmm. with gifts. Mm-hmm. Am I covered with my homeowner's policy? Yes, you, you are covered with your homeowner's policy. You're, you're, you have personal property coverage. That's uh, so ten percent of your personal property coverage is covered away from the premises. Ten so percent. Yes. Okay. So if you okay. have a hundred thousand dollars of personal property coverage on your homeowner's I got 10, policy, coverage. you got ten thousand dollars worth of coverage. So huh. that'll cover you whether you're traveling abroad or you know have stuff mm-hmm. in a storage locker or in your in the back of your car. So if you do a five thousand dollars worth mm-hmm. of shopping. And over the holidays, and it's you know somebody walks off with your TV from your back seat and and everything. In your How trunk. do you prove that? I know, that's I'm wondering. Your oh, credit card statement. Credit card statement is, is debit good, card is good enough. Credit card debit card okay, statement so is, is good enough. Okay, so if you're paying cash, if you're paying cash, hold on to the receipts. Okay, so you know. okay, that's another good reason then, folks. Don't let the gals put your receipt 
in the bag. Yes. I make sure that I take the receipt mm-hmm. and put it on my mm-hmm. person. Yep. And I never leave it in the bag. So there's yeah. a lot of people mm-hmm. like, oh, just put it in the bag. Just nope. put it in the bag. Hold you on know, to it. Like, right. Absolutely. Mm, don't do Hold that. Okay. So, so kind of along that same vein, though, uh, mm-hmm. this is, again, my own sort of personal scotoma, if you will. I am scared to death to file a claim. And I'll just full disclosure, you're my yeah. agent. Uh, so, but yes. so just, yes. you know, <laughs> I'm scared to death because uh, I, what I'm worried about is let's say, okay, let's say $2,000 worth of stuff gets stolen from my car. Right. I file a claim. Okay. So there's a claim on my record. Now, uh, I don't know, a drunk driver crashes into the side of my house and causes $100,000 damage. There's my second claim. Right. I'm scared my, my, my insurance is going to be canceled because now I have this pox on me. Right. And, and a lot of times insurance companies truly do try That's to find a way to – That's not where that pox comes to, from. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I don't have a pox now just for the right. record. Just no pox. Just, just pox so you free. know. Yeah. Sorry. But insurance companies, they, they really want to try to make a, uh, f- figure out a way to hold on to you. So okay. a, a lot of times what they'll do in that, in, in, in that They want to give you an example, insurance hug? They want to give you that, that, that big, warm, fuzzy hug. <laughs> as, say, as I get the bill for my increased premium, exactly. though, right? Exactly. Okay. Well, now, now here's, here's what they look at also. So that the, the second loss where somebody runs into your home is not your fault. So okay. what would happen is, is the, your homeowner's insurance company would go after the, the auto insurance company who – you know, okay, so sure. They, so assuming they're the insured. Car. So, yeah. So they, insured, insu- yeah. Insu- well, well, let's insured, just so. cl- make, clarify that. If they run into my house, they're not insured. And they're not insured. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. in, 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 and in that case, um, you, you're not, you may not see a cancellation. Well, you know, what they may do uh, is, is they may uh, – you may see a rate increase. Um, sometimes they look at loss frequency. So they'll mm-hmm. go, okay, well, mm-hmm. you've had you – know, if you've had you know, one loss during the holidays and then one loss in June – um, okay. they, 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 they're kind of going, okay, you're, they're well, we sure. say they're risk and yield, right? Exactly. They're looking at how much risk are you giving them? Exactly. What's your yield? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I know I had this happen with a, a former neighbor that she was complaining about being dropped on her coverage. And I asked, I started asking about her history mm-hmm. of usage on her insurance and she made little minor claims all the time. It's just like, I can't believe they canceled me. I'm like, I can't believe they kept you that long. But she was regular all the time, like $100, $500, oh, just like yeah. all these Your tiny, insurance policy tiny is not things. a repair policy. Yeah, right. She treated it like health insurance, like she was eventually going to hit mm. that deductible yeah. and then have a bunch of coverage. And, then, mm-hmm. and they're completely different things. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I have a, a few more questions on that, too. So uh, we have mm-hmm. to go pay a couple bills here. Okay. I'll take a quick break. Not but insurance When bills, we though. come back, yes. I want to find out if, Gerald, if you have any clue, clues. Oh. <laughs> clues. There you go. Yeah. There we go. Or something like that. Love that. Stay tuned. We got more Open House with Team Reba coming right back at you. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And we have Gerald Grinter with us, our uh, insurance agent extraordinaire from Threshold Nash 12. Thanks again for joining us today, Gerald. In the house. In the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before the break, I, I just wanted to kind of wrap up this one question about, about filing claims and all of that. Yes. And, 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 Correct me if I'm wrong, but but you've got a system amongst insurance companies called Clues, right? And Clues keeps track of the claims filed. 
But I need to find out. Oh, you guys are doing a self. Oh, that's so cute. Look at you. Look at the big <laughs> smiles. There. That's all right. That's go ahead. That's just so. Keep talking. Oh, this warms my heart. So, so how does clues work? Is it is it against the person? Is it against the property? Both actually. Both. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So, and and underwriters they they look at that. They'll they, because what they'll they'll say oh, when I get the clue report, it'll say uh, number of losses for this risk, meaning. Uh, for the insured, okay. and then it'll say um, for this location. Okay. So if somebody, if you for buy, if you're buying a house, for mm-hmm. instance, and somebody's, yeah. you know, there's there was a water loss four years ago, I can, I will know that. You're gonna know that. I yes. will know that. In I'm, fact, we recommend that our clients ask mm-hmm. those questions. You know, are, are there homes that are difficult to insure because of the number of claims filed against them? Yeah. Oh, they they, they look at the if if there have been water losses or if there was mm-hmm. like a total mm-hmm. loss for a fire or mm-hmm. partial loss for a fire, and they, because mm-hmm. I I also see the dollar amount that was paid. Ah, uh, or the, in the insurance company or the underwriters will see the dollar amount was paid. They'll say, oh, wow, they, somebody just, you know, there was a $100,000 loss on this house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, okay, well, find out about what, what happened. Right. Here. Yeah, and okay. that, that would be something I would ask, too. I'd say, well, tell me about, you know, you're buying this house. You know, tell me about this loss that, uh, that happened, mm-hmm. you know, five years, four years ago. Okay. Because insurance companies look at a five-year window. A lot of times okay. with uh, with Which on is the clue report, so. very likely the reason why the seller disclosure form has the question now that says, "Has the roof leaked in the last five years?" Mm-hmm. Yes, they didn't used to mm-hmm. limit the timeline, but they mm-hmm. do say in yeah. the last five years now. Within the last five years, yeah, okay. insurance companies. Because if that roof leaks and you do have a problem, they want to know has it been repaired? Mm. Yes. Yes. So, so what what is your advice for somebody when they're let's say that they have a, a small loss? And they're trying to decide, do I file a claim or do I not file a claim? What's your advice to them? Usually my advice to them, first of all, I let them know what their deductible is. So if you have a, a $500 or $1,000 deductible, I, I kind of do the help them do the math and say, okay, wh- what, was the, how, what was the loss? If you, have, if you had a, a, a $1,200 loss, then filing a claim you know, to get $200 back because that deductible means you're responsible for the first $1,000. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right. you know, to get $200 back in, in the, the grand scheme of things, in the event that something, another loss may happen, um, and or is it worth it to, to have that? Because your insurance companies want you to insurance claim your your insurance policy is designed to be a catastrophic loss policy. Mm-hmm. Like that's right. just what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, a twelve hundred dollar loss is not considered a catastrophic loss. Got if it. you had a, a, a five thousand dollar loss, then yeah, then I would say okay, let's look at that. In yeah, between, yeah. if you had a three thousand dollar loss, are you okay? What what is your pain threshold? That's usually where I leave a lot of my insurance. Is what is your pain threshold? If you're, do you want to make a claim for for three thousand dollars, knowing that you're only going to get fifteen hundred? Then then let's do that. I that would be my 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 conversation with them and some folks say hey you know under under five grand i'm not gonna i'm not gonna call you you know and some folks you know Mm -hmm. some folks say hey you know anything over two grand let's let's go ahead and file it so everybody has a different uh, well i I keep going back to the whole thought of like the christmas packages and things like that most people overspend at the holidays anyway Mm -hmm. like they they always go into it with like an idea of what they think they're going to spend and then they almost always double it exactly and not a lot of families out there have the extra money to go and repurchase those items no 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 they don't well and that's where also if if you're renting 
renter's insurance oh gosh yes. does the same it, mm -hmm. it, it covers you just like homeowner's insurance yes, yes, so yes. that's something to, to keep in mind mm -hmm. you know, replacement replacement cost replacement value is what you have on the, on your policies I, right. I well can, can I give a little plug for you right now oh please yeah definitely speaking of which you're like yeah. oh no I'm so <laughs> modest no no, no it, well no, because we're, we're talking about all these things and then, you know, the fact that because of this, uh, all these other catastrophic losses around the United States, um, insurance policies just in general have gone up. Yes. You and I actually just did a revisit of my policies because yes. you've been my agent for, uh, I don't even know how many years now, <laughs> like quite a, quite a 15, while. Yes. maybe, yeah. something like that. Yes, yes. Um, we've known each other a long time and... We, I've been with the same insurers um, for the most part throughout that whole period, and we did. We started seeing these larger increases without me having made claims, right. and we were trying to figure out, like, what's going on? So we did a total relook at everything that I have because I have and, – and then also you're now in, um, licensed in other states. So, like, you got yes. licensed in Kansas. I, I did. I got licensed um, in Kansas. And I have yes. property there, and so we looked at my two rental properties, my home here in Washington State, my two vehicles – um, my boat's in, in, insured with someone else, but also my umbrella policy. Yes. You saved me $2,200. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Nice I job. I mean, right. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas to well, me. I'm That's say, a trip to somewhere nice, and I'm doing that in February. Gerald did the same thing to me <laughs> about, what, two years ago. Yes. And I, I looked at the uh, the quote for the new insurance. I said, now – Especially for the auto, I was like, is this every six months? He goes, no, that's for the year. I'm mm -hmm. like, sweet. I know. You know no yeah, it was it yeah. was significant. I mean, for yeah. that amount, yeah, there's uh, there's a lot more that I can do in my household budget. Wow. Well, and that's the advantage that – So having someone sit down and review with you is yes. super, mm -hmm. super key. But it also goes back to, you know, you're, you keep talking about it's not necessarily for the upgrades, but the, the – um, it's not called a cost of living. What is it? It's the inflation protection. Yeah, an inflation index. Yeah, because you know, that's on, important to make sure that your home is covered with that. It, yes, exactly. Or or we haven't even covered the fact that if even if you did have that work done, mm -hmm. now your house is worth more or has new upgraded materials, you need to go look at it again. Yes. Mm -hmm. I've, I've, I've run into that with a couple of people where, the, you know, they've, they've gone in and you know, they had the the, the mm -hmm. ordinary ordinary kitchen, and next thing you know, they've oh, you mean like me? They've rolled in, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they roll in the you know the the sub zero and the Viking and refrigerator. Okay, and I didn't get that fancy, and, but yeah. but right. but it does. But I happen. did upgrade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it, but it, but those things make a difference, and you and on the replacement cost uh, valuator that that I I run, I oh uh, sure yeah. I do that, and then also. Uh, in you know fair disclosure, sometimes uh, it, as as an agent, you have to kind of lean forward and let your underwriters know that this is this is what this home has. I, I, I mm -hmm. I'm I'm a firm believer in in going uh, looking at the um, the the listings that are out there online mm -hmm. uh, to see you know the crown molding and those those yeah. little details that that um, because the, the the replacement cost valuator is only designed to kind of Based on a neighborhood, based on an average. Right. But if you've done, if yeah, you've if done, you've done the super upgrade, fancy details and finish work and whatnot, yeah, there's a because not every house has all of those. Not every house has all to it. Yes. And I will tell you, my house is very different than each of my neighbors, and yes. even like the decking material mm -hmm. that I have and a lot of other features that have been put into it. Yes. So it it makes a huge huge difference. They, they do. It yeah. does. In but, fact, uh, actually, so you made a comment about um, going and looking on the online listings, which, you know, we usually, if 
we're um, talking with our customers and they're buying a home, we say, you know, please take the listing, forward it to your insurance agent yes. so that they can have it, right, yep. and mm-hmm. start looking at it. Because I look at all those photos. Yeah, but also when you just had that um, changeover on my insurance uh, what was new for me this time was they sent somebody out to look at my house. Yes. And I was at least happy to tell them, um, cause the guy was asking me a bunch of questions. I actually couldn't be in the house when it was happening. Um, but my assistant was there kind of giving them access to all the places. And I was like, Oh yeah, my water heater is only two years old. My mm-hmm. furnace is only about seven years old. And my, I've, you know, the panel's been upgraded. Thankfully it's no longer like the, um, federal pacific panel which is good (laughs) um you know there was a number of different things that we were pointing out um to show that the house had been maintained yes right well and and you're thus the uh, i think you're you're going to start to see a lot more insurance companies uh do the uh uh, on on homes of of a certain dollar value, they they mm-hmm. they will send definitely out inspect and they, it. They will they will definitely That's inspect good. it. You know, because mm-hmm. they, they they you know they want to make sure that they're they're. In the end, we want to make sure we're covering you correctly. Yeah. So, Gerald, I, before before yeah. we go, how can people reach you if they yeah. have questions? Oh, thresholdnoshanddwell.com. Just the name, easy. and that's easy. That's where you'll find me. All righty. Well, we want to thank you for being on the show yet again, and we obviously have more topics. We're going to have to bring you back on in 2020. Yes, I will. Just give me a call. I'll be here. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks again for listening to Open House with Team Reba. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.